0: Hello loves and welcome back to the sacred jellyfish podcast today I have a dear friend with me who is the embodiment of everything his name is Leonard how are you doing today hi
1: I'm doing amazing thank you for having me
0: of course I feel like we've been trying to plan this podcast episode for a while but I know everything happens in divine timing so
1: yeah we're here now and um just allowing the flow and magic to unfold of two conscious souls using this medium of spotify to really channel and express what needs to be heard whoever is on the other side of this platform listening
0: hell yeah all right so um i don't know Let's just like feel out the energy. Has anything been coming up for you recently that you feel like you want to talk about or you feel like called to talk about?
1: I guess this is, um, I get, yeah, basically, uh, I like to say how, um, it feels very nice when you like get signs of like why you're here on mm-hmm. this earth, and yeah, I just it's just so cool how like on the spiritual path just like seeing seeing the synchronicities because at least for me sometimes like you'll be kind of questioning it oh is this even real like what like what's going on and then like just just like the angel numbers and like Mm -hmm. like direct direct experiences of of divinity i'm just like now really like coming to realize especially like as like a projector um self-projected like i really need to learn how to make sense of things using my body because your yeah your body is way more (laughs) intelligent and and has a lot of like really like stored like information and like Mm -hmm. lifetimes and like it's really like like a magnet and it will it will tell you and you'll just feel experience through the body because you know a lot of things you can't like technically intellectually comprehend
0: <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. i think we've touched on this before um just like feeling into the body and acknowledging that your greatest tool in this life is your body and i know for me i'm a projector but i am an emotional projector like solar plexus so that has to do with me feeling into my gut and really sitting with what like opportunities I have and asking myself, like, how does this feel in my body? Do I have like a full yes, or is it maybe making me feel a little bit uncomfortable or are there insecurities that are coming up and really tapping into what my body's feeling rather than what my mind is thinking is a really important thing that I've been diving into the past like year. And yeah, like you were saying, sometimes you it's hard to not intellectualize things and instead like feel into it.
1: Yeah, because things like will like go past like the mind, like especially multi-dimensional <laughs> concepts. You know, we're we're living right now the third dimension, so like your brain, or at least your logical mind, uh, is, is typically moving. And, and in that dimension just having like thoughts and stuff but then you know yeah, you realize yeah. you're the awareness and <laughs>
0: I have a question only if you feel like called to share but do you have any like repetitive thoughts that kind of like eat at you because I know we all have like insecurities kind of or like I know for one one thought that I sometimes have that block me from moving on to the next thing or block me from achieving opportunities and going after things is like, am I worthy enough for it? Or um, am I good enough to actually step into this? So is there any pattern within your life that you're constantly trying to try to like, um, heal or acknowledge to, I don't know, move past it kind of?
1: Yeah, okay. So that's a very, very, very powerful question and thank you for opening up to that so um or allowing me to open up to that so yeah definitely um like with past uh like lovers uh basically like just having kind of like like karmic timelines still looping that i'm like i've really really kind of been healing and and basically like i was like learning about kind of how like like trauma like works in a in a soul level and basically how like your soul get fragmented and it's basically me learning how to like actually uh, actually glue the pieces back and like the way you do that is through realizing uh the glue is love so being so, so when you truly like when you truly are able to reflect back on it look at it with just pure love and gratitude although it may be difficult, like, there's a very divine reason why those thoughts are being brought up. And um, those thoughts are basically just you releasing you healing you accepting. And, um, you know, again, part of alchemy is like realizing, okay, I'm having these thoughts, if the more you try to, like, try to, like, shun yourself for, like, for like thinking that um or like the more you realize you try to label like those thoughts bad or trying to run away from them like the more those try to like Mm. pop up
0: (laughs) yeah like the more you resist the more it's going to persist
1: yeah it's it's so just realizing that um what unconditional love is and Mm -hmm. it had to happen to you for a reason and then and then trying to like as alchemy being like okay if this thought is coming up then okay yeah. i'm i'm going to i'm going to transmute that and have it inspire me to do yeah. to do so so maybe for like your case of like let's say worth uh like worthiness and stuff maybe whenever i'm questioning my worthiness um for me at least whenever i just like uh like an inspiration to just jump in so like I am worthy and like I'm not even gonna just just like having an affirmation and being like okay mm-hmm. this is popping up but I'm gonna affirm this and like no like connecting to a deeper knowing behind that yeah um just beyond like yeah beyond just like the thought just observing the thought yeah I, I see it could be key
0: exactly <laughs> And I was, like, thinking, too, that kind of goes into that is, like, when it comes to unconditional love, as kids, we often don't observe that. Like, our parents often have love for us, but under certain conditions, like, if we get good grades or if we, like, maybe win the soccer game, like – Um, so growing up, we form these ideas of what love is and what unconditional love is. And then we also set those expectations with ourselves and the love we have for ourselves. So it's interesting how like some days I won't be as productive and I'll classify that as me not being worthy of love that day or me not being as productive and like kind of my self-worth goes a little bit down, but I mean, obviously healing isn't linear either so you're going to have those days even when you think you're like on the high end of the mountain and you're like killing it at life there's still going to be those days where you feel a little bit like down um but yeah like you were saying the foundation of like everything is love and whether it has to do with like a relationship or a friendship like it's just acknowledging um are the thoughts you're having are they from a place of love or are they from a place of like deep fear and a wound that might be coming up again. And when it comes to healing too, the one thing that's helped heal a lot of my thoughts or a lot of like the wounds that I used to have was love and acknowledging it with love and not having shame around insecurities that might come up and instead alchemizing it, like you were saying, and transforming it into love or transforming it into like this is my superpower and I love this about myself even if you don't completely think that's true in the moment it's like sometimes you do got to fake it till you make it when you're having that like relationship with yourself or you're rebuilding the foundation of love in your life
1: yeah Mm -hmm. totally it's um <laughs> we're on the topic of love it's um for me what kind of gets me in like the right like right flow is just like knowing what like like self love is to me and and yeah. just cultivating yeah. that relationship of of self love and you know when you're feeling abundant in your own love you just like feel called to give and then while you're giving you know you're kind of like in this feedback loop of just like seeing how um you know you're you're you creatively have so much inspiration to just channel and yeah yeah and you just start connecting to the feelings of abundance and, and that, that way as well so that's kind of the you know the the realization that I that I've made where where I know that my attention should go really on Loving myself and seeing exactly. how everything unfolds.
0: Do you have like a set definition of what you would classify love as?
1: Uh, love is feeling for me. For me, love is the love is the I would call it the frequency of oneness, pretty much. Mm-hmm. I of of oneness and divine perfection. I would say.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I um. yeah like dipping into the topic of love too I think like everything around us was created from a place of love and like even our existence alone like our parents like I guess created us from like a place of love too or even if it wasn't from a place of love there used to be love there and there's like even things that you're creating in your own life there's this like foundation of love and I don't know I find it like really beautiful I think love is like one of my favorite words now because it can be used for so many things which I mean sometimes it can be oversaturating um but at the same time it's just such a multi-dimensional word
1: yeah and I I had something something come up when you were saying that I was like realizing like whoever kind of like before we came here on this earth like the person or whatever that was planning out kind of the the karma and things we had to go through like they were they were doing it all out of like a place of love like they're like yeah i'm gonna put this here like i i love this person so much that i'm gonna have them experience this to just Mm -hmm. evolve their soul
0: yes exactly exactly yeah i think like the universe like we're all aspects of the universe. And like, that goes along with oneness, like love is oneness. And it is really magical to think about how everything around us, like the ocean and the trees, we're all created out of like, just a deep place of love that I feel like our human minds can't even comprehend fully. But I don't know, sometimes I romanticize death in a way because I think about like when I do die that's when I'll be able to feel the immense amount of love that is just like encapsulated within the universe and it's I think death is also such like a beautiful graduation of the soul too because then you like go back to your original state of being with whatever that is
1: (laughs) yeah oh my god I always love the topic of of death because you know when, when you're, we're purposely made to, like, think that we're going to be here forever. And, um, you know, when we forget about death, we forget about living. So, like, you know, imagine if someone told you, you have a month to live. Oh, you make this month the best month ever. Well, yeah, yeah. you know, people people don't really, don't really do not really
0: that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I think there's this poem by this girl named Allie Michelle, and she basically talks about how... Um, if you're afraid of life, then you're afraid or no, it's like, if you're afraid of death, that means you're afraid of life. And it has to do with like the fact of if you're afraid of living, then that means like you're afraid of death. It has to do with something along the lines of that, but a lot of people aren't actually living their lives. Instead, they're just surviving on the day to day. And in within that they're like kind of dead if that makes sense they're not actually like living I don't really know how I'm wording this but (laughs) I feel like you kind of get the gist of it
1: of course coming out exactly how it needs to
0: yeah it's it's very um powerful I think like we're both death and birth are like so magical and dmt i think is like released in your brain when you're born and then at the same time of when you're dead or when you're like dying i guess so it's kind of like i feel like being born and dying is like literally the same thing
1: definitely it's it's a it's a cycle it's it's a i would say it's like (laughs) pretty much pretty much cycle. (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah Oh my gosh! Um, damn. Have, yeah, just, what's
0: up? I kind of want to ask you this, but have you ever had like a near-death experience?
1: Um. Well, <laughs> like a month ago or two, I was at a music festival and I had this very large pole like hit my leg, uh, and um, I guess that might have been the closest. Um. Yeah. It,
0: <laughs> Do you want to explain a little bit more?
1: Yeah, so I mean, it, again, it it taught me to just remember to be grateful to even move around or walk. So like this happened at a at a festival and okay. So basically, um I was I couldn't really walk. So I had to put be put on crutches and then I was like getting a lot of a lot of insight on mm-hmm. this because um basically uh Basically, like when I'm actually moving, like at a slower pace, yeah, it's it's kind of like I'm moving in a different, like in a different reality, because like I'm look, I'm not looking at like everything that everyone's kind of just like walking quickly past, yeah. So I'm I'm literally on a different frequency, uh. If, if you want to just see frequencies as like paces of walking, so it feels like I, it felt like I was in a different dimension for all that time that I was kind of like walking slowly. So so that was yeah. That was a lot more
0: fun. I feel like as you're describing that, you're kind of comparing slowness to... I don't know. For some reason in my mind, I compared slowness to death. And... Because, um, you know, when you're, like, dying... At least, like, I've observed it when, like, one of my family members was passing away and she was, like, slowly dying. Everything seemed so slow to her, I feel like. But to me, everything was moving fast. So it's interesting how she was kind of on a different wavelength completely um, than I was because she was kind of coming to the end of a cycle. And I felt like with her death, I was coming to a birth, if that makes sense within my life. And I feel like um, birth is like a super fast process or a faster process and dying is a slower process. That's kind of how my mind is like intellectualizing it right now
1: wow yeah yeah okay that that makes a lot of sense because i was literally heard just recently or something or like i mean this is a common known thing that when you have fun like life goes by really fast and i definitely what a lot is happening in the the collective right now is kind of like we are becoming more quantum in the sense that like this the the, like this concept of time is like kind of like fading away even in this new earth Mm -hmm. we're not really going to be like identifying by all these schedules and stuff we're pretty much just going to be living like more connected to the hyper present
0: yeah and I mean also like with the new earth I feel like it's like a state of being it's at least for me I feel like it's a state of being not actually like a physical thing it's like um energy and of course there's going to be people who are still going to be in their state where they are working the nine to five still Um, But then there's also going to be the people who are transitioning into like living more presently and doing things that their souls actually enjoy. And I think that's kind of where I'm at right now, because I'm in this transition period where I'm moving, like physically moving, and I'm going to be going to a whole nother place with a whole nother atmosphere of people. And as I'm like tying things up with my present location and where I'm at, I realized that a lot of these people that I used to have connections with are not going to be coming with me to this new state of being. Um, And it kind of does bring up emotions when you love someone or have love for people, um, but they don't have that same comprehension of the value that they hold and they still are stuck, I guess, in old patterns of working nine to fives and kind of just living or surviving, not actually living.
1: Wow. Yeah, I was definitely experiencing that like earlier and yeah, you're right about like the new earth it being like a state of being and then the really cool part is like everything's you know as it starts with the state of being within like so without the our our earth we'll, we'll see how <laughs> we'll show how this new earth will be, you know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: be physical in the sense of, you know, new tribes forming or what even becomes uh trendy or what we're like the attention goes to like i know for sure we're like moving away from like oh looking up to all these celebrities and hollywood and stuff and we're really like craving and like looking for a genuine authenticity and 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 getting our information like straight from you know like these apps like that are or like let's say like twitter or like tiktok that's not as controlled or censored as like the news for example
0: Mm -hmm. exactly yeah you know what's interesting this is like off topic but not really. Um whenever i talk to you i get the energy of just like the ocean and the beach and um summertime i don't i don't know i just felt the need to tell you that
1: a hey, summertime
0: but maybe well, maybe it's just cuz i associate you with like miami
1: that is that is definitely one with maybe it's that or i know um well, i have a scorpio uh stellium in my 7th house and like the 7th house deals with like personal yeah. relationships mm-hmm. so perhaps i'm like kind of reflecting that to you maybe water the water energy
0: mm, yeah i forget often that scorpio is a water sign
1: yeah
0: <laughs> yeah um but Moving on to, I guess, another topic that I'm interested in talking to you about is um, vulnerability and crying. And I kind of want to have like your perspective on it from like a male point of view of like how you view crying and how you view like being more vulnerable with your feelings and emotions.
1: Yeah, I personally really, really love to cry. Like if something can make me cry like I just, because I just feel the emotional release and the healing from it. Like, it's just super, it's super obvious to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't like the times that I've cried, I haven't cried at least like in, in a way where I would feel like really like, like bummed down or like I wouldn't, I would never cry and kind of like, like, um, look down on myself for it. I don't really think anybody should, honestly.
0: Like, self pity. Yeah. Yeah um oh you you can go
1: you can go oh yeah no it's 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 an emotional it's an emotional release like you should see it as something very beautiful that you're able to Mm -hmm. you know you're able to connect your emotions because here being on earth we're here to experience all forms of emotions not just happiness or like joy you know they're all of it's beautiful all of it's divine and all of it Mm -hmm. needs to be felt you know for your for your soul's evolution and for you to just get the full range of the human experience
0: exactly i think like one affirmation or um idea that came to my mind like a week ago or so was like allow yourself to feel any emotions you need to feel today in order to exist and i think within that like sometimes we don't allow ourselves to process specific emotions because we hold shame around feeling anger or feeling sadness or a mix of any of those like deep emotions like envy or jealousy like in our mind and how society's uh labeled it as like bad or negative to feel those emotions and we should only be feeling happiness or excitement or joy or like gratitude and within being human you have to feel the whole spectrum of all the emotions in order to truly exist and nothing is inherently bad or good you kind of just like label it as that and I know that for men at least like from my perspective they hold a lot of shame around like crying and being seen as like weak for example even though that's not how I see it, it's just like um, a label associated with men crying is, like, weak or um, not strong for crying. And obviously, like, um, as we enhance as society goes on, like, we have – we see men who cry not as differently. We see it differently than our grandmothers saw it, I guess. Um, but I watched this one movie called We the Animals on Hulu, and it was a documentary. Slash like cinematic movie about this little boy who had so many deep emotions. But as he grew up, his father like shamed him for feeling all these different complex emotions that men aren't supposed to show and aren't supposed to feel. And I think like at least from a woman's point of view and what I was I grew up hearing was that men are simple creatures and women are more complex and I think that's like a label that we've taken on that we don't, we shouldn't carry on to future generations because men's emotions are just as complex and just as worthy of being seen as a woman's emotions.
1: Oh, definitely, and yeah, I've I've heard of that uh, that stereotype for sure. Um, yeah, I, personally, me like as a kid, I I like so interesting it's like i had forgotten for a really freaking long time and then like i would just i, re- I would just remember it. i was like whoa i cried so much as a kid like so much like almost like every other day mm-hmm. and i don't think i i don't think i remember it, it was like being like um suppressed or anything but um <laughs> yeah um i also felt called to share um i had a very beautiful experience doing a yin yoga and um, like, I definitely recommend if you're someone who's like very emotional or still kind of like, you know, dealing with anything like they're healing, like really, um, a so much is stored in the body more than you realize, like, like in the hips as well. Like, do yoga and like stretch <laughs> out your like <laughs> hips or whatever, and like yeah. I work out, sweat, like I totally recommend like that helps and for me like that, that connects me working out connects me a lot to my like masculine energy and I'm like very emotional just by nature you know I'm born on the 20th so I had I'll I just I had like a post like kind of talking about like how like your emotions are a superpower because you know when manifesting you're you're really tapping into the frequency mm. and feeling of things more more than like just trying to visualize so like if you're able to feel things deeply then you know you're an empath and you know you have intuitive abilities and yeah um, you can just how much you can like feel you can also like give and, and heal as well
0: yeah that that's a really good point too and like with manifesting Um, Some people just like cannot get in touch with their emotions and they cannot feel into their body. It's just like something that they grew up kind of suppressing. And now when they acknowledge it, it's just so hard for them to touch base with it. Um, But I will say like, since I am like, I do feel into a lot of my emotions and I feel like I am that emotional uh, projector, I feel into so many emotions i feel like that's why it's been easier for me to manifest because even like subconsciously as a kid before i knew what manifestation was i would like just like lay in bed and just like think about my dream life and feel just so excited about it and within that i was literally manifesting without even knowing
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i i call it like the unconscious manifestation part of your journey and then once you real once you realize that, you know, you've kind of unconsciously manifested and you start to consciously manifest, which I guess you could call it harder, but definitely um all it is is it just requires more um more focus, more attention and more um what's well, so, yeah, I think yeah, more intention because now you're like starting to ask for more specific things and I definitely like kind of unconsciously manifested a lot of things up until this point. And I mean, we're still probably, we're, I mean, we're always unconsciously manifesting, but now it's like um, grabbing that gnosis of, okay, I did that. Now I'm going to incorporate that with like having a little bit more like direction, kind of connecting it to Mm. like specific things or desires.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um,
1: I would definitely say like a huge part of me like a huge part of me manifesting everything that I've manifested was a lot pretty much most of it is like identity and um how you carry yourself and kind of kind of confidence on honestly
0: mm. yeah, exactly. I would say that's definitely like a big one,
1: yeah, um. I like to say you know the person who like became a celebrity, you know they were already like in a celebrity energy before they got like famous. They were already carrying themselves with charisma and they kept and like and really connected to their to their their star, their shine, their brightness and then just cons- uh, a consistency of vibrating at that frequency and then emitting it out um Mm. had them you know had them in the light of people who are basically it's a magnet so attracted them to the person who gave them the opportunity to let's say get onto that set and movie set and yeah they're a famous actor now
0: (laughs) exactly period um i think i asked you this before but if you want to touch on it again in the podcast you can um but how did you get like in touch with spirituality and how did you actually like start to embody what you're embodying now. <laughs>
1: um yeah. It's really, really um really funny. Um uh, so basically what got me into spirituality is that well, I had a friend who was very health conscious. So kind of seeing them like out of curiosity, like, Whoa, like why are you being so picky what you put in your body? That kind of started it. And then like we had a really powerful experience. How like basically a huge aspect of it was traveling because i was just opening opening myself up to so much of like the world and seeing all these different cultures and all these different experiences and like whenever you travel whenever you have a new experience it's just wisdom attained um you come across different um reflections and um and like other things like externally and you just have epiphanies and you just, um, you're more connected to the present moment. So once you're like, once you're like connected to this present moment, you start to like really experience what life is. And you just open yourself up to like this wisdom that is kind of accelerating, uh, your, 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 your journey and, or sparks it. And, um, so basically like i would say that probably the, the the kickstarter for me was like when i had uh this like i had like this this experience where i was like super super health conscious and um it, i was like getting like anxiety like about my health um and then it started to re i don't from there it kind of just like started to learn what like the alkaline diet was and then dr sebi and then like veganism and then from there i kind of got onto that side of side of tiktok and then like i started to kind of um hear about yeah on that side of tiktok like spiritual awakening and then um astrology and then i started to look into my astrology and from there it just it really started to like unfold and like (laughs) um just there's so many like layers to it but that's pretty much like the I would say it's like the like the intro like it definitely like started through some some like something traumatic for sure
0: something traumatic you said
1: yeah with my with my health that I was like super like that I was like really like health conscious about
0: yeah yeah it's interesting too like once you kind of like go down that rabbit hole like you're never the same afterwards too And there's like no going back, which is so interesting to think about. Like, I can't even, um, kind of like remember myself before, before this, like, I don't even know how to put it into words. Like, it's just interesting how we're constantly transforming too. And even like within the next year, I'm going to be a whole different version of myself. And within that, it's kind of scary, um. And sometimes I become unpresent within the moment because I'm constantly thinking about like, oh, who am I gonna be next? Um, but it's important to like also give your present version of yourself like gratitude and appreciation for all that it is because you couldn't you can't be the person who you're gonna be in a month without the version that you are now currently and. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah again just like giving appreciation for yourself and where you're at even if where you're at isn't exactly where you want to be it's helping lead you to the next person you're going to embody
1: Ooh, that was deep that was a good one <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's you see divine perfection of where you are in your journey and um you just you start to cultivate like a knowing and a confidence of like where like you you know I'll, I'll i'll definitely say like one of the keys of like manifesting is like knowing that it's 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 on its way and <laughs> yeah and detaching from it on it. so if you like you know it's okay um having doubts is definitely um It's definitely um, can come up, but I will say is whenever you may have doubts, look back and see everything that you've manifested up until this point. And then kind of like, again, on this path of Gnosticism, it's kind of like proving to yourself through many experiences like of your own magic, of your own divinity.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Um, What else do you want to touch on in this podcast? Do you have anything exciting on your mind or any questions you have for me?
1: um sure okay I I could share I could share a very profound experience um yes
0: go ahead do it you have full platform all yours take the spotlight
1: okay okay um so I was just at a flyer of a fireflies festival in Miami and um it was a really beautiful place where like I entered a like a sacred men's circle like for the first time ever. So I was just around other Divine Masculine and we were talking about like um archetypes. So if you're listening to this, I highly recommend you learn uh you look into this. Um like the archety- arch- archetypes are like the lover, the magician, the warrior and the king. Have you heard of that? Yeah. Mm-hmm okay cool cool so yeah i was like in the sacred circle and it was so beautiful because we were learning like what it is what it means to hold space and then uh we also like had a like a fellow brother really um we held space for a brother and it was like like one of the most beautiful experiences (laughs) and um i had this like I had this chocolate bar one of the nights and um man, it's like oh it's just tapping into just so much like it's honoring like honoring the medicine psilocybin and just of how it like just kind of allows you to just tap into so much wisdom and so much like your higher self and Mm -hmm. it's just like i had a very like profound like mystical experience where like basically like i was like guided to this temple there and like (laughs) i'll keep it kind of i'll keep it kind of short because i'm still like integrating um it's taking a lot of time to rest and everything like i was basically like guided to this like like temple that was being like facilitated on the property and like there were like these galactic galactic shamans that were that I basically like talked to. They were my friends too. I knew them before I met them in Mexico. But um yeah, so I was I was I basically started talking to them and basically like they held space and, and like connected me to some sort of like divine channel where like I kinda had i had so much um so like a whole like realignment of the body where like i was like physically like shaking and like speaking in light language and mm-hmm. um like it was like i was like traveling like i was basically they basically like held space for me to quantum leap like yeah very like very very fast and like in this quantum in this quantum leaping like i did so much physical purging i didn't throw up or anything but like my the way just my body was moving and like like um what i was basically um just kind of um what they were mirroring back to me it was just like it was just very obvious like why i'm here and just i was basically just connecting to like i was looking around everything and like it was just I just understood divinely why everything was placed the way it was and why I was hearing every single word. Like, it's just like, like, it's like a, like a oneness. and mm. I, <laughs> Very deep. And I'm just here like integrating and just, I've been eating a lot and like, I, I, I physically feel like some sort of like activation in my, in my DNA and a lot of clearing, sp- Especially in my sacral chakra and my throat chakra and I, you know, I feel so much um, connected to my abilities and like psychically and um, I was like literally doing like Reiki the other day and it was like, it was like so amazing to hear like someone say, wow, like that Reiki was powerful, and I'm like, oh, nice feedback. I'm um, like, something actually is working. Cool. Exactly. <laughs> yeah,
0: like the universe will provide you people who kind of like um, clarify or like confirm, like you're on the right track and what you're doing is like what you're meant to be doing. Did you have any visions when you were having that experience?
1: Um, v- visions. Well, I'll tell you my um my. Like, every single day since then, my dreams have been extremely vivid. Like, even more than usual. Um I... Like, one of the dreams, like, it was, like, me. Like, it was super, like, it was very sexual. And I could tell it was, like, some sort of healing there. And, like, I was protected in that dream. And then I had, like, another dream. Like, I was, like, in a past life with my friend, like, Ori. And... um I was like some sort of like messenger or something but um Mm -hmm. like as far as like visions like i was holding a lemurian quartz crystal and like i could feel like my i could just feel so much like wisdom from it like my connection to like crystals were like boom like a hundred times more on while i was like having this experience and um it's like man like the overall theme of a lot of things <laughs> um on this journey at least where i'm at right now is like power remembering who you are remembering who am i who is the i and i am when you know your power you're able to move with such powerful magnetism and knowing where like you you could pretty much just manipulate this whole reality however it is you desire or feel called to do and that's mm-hmm. what i'm basically the chapter i'm on right now is about
0: (laughs) yeah that's awesome honestly like congratulations because I feel like it's like a celebratory moment when you enter new phases in your life that it I feel like you've like almost graduated to like this this chapter in your life like you're on to the next and it's kind of you know like you're saying like a level up in a way and we're always entering new uh just phases and it's just like so beautiful and interesting to see how people outside of you are also going through their own cycles and celebratory moments but like everyone at the same time is just like a deep reflection of you and like I am you and you are me and like within you talking and talking about your experience like I gained a new awareness of myself within that
1: yeah funny the guy what i think he he my my friend sean like messaged me like right on like as i was saying that like all that what he what he did and oh it's just you know just affirming like i i put this on my 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 note on instagram just like i'm choosing to to always remember that i know and and simply allow you know Mm. just allow Allow everything to unfold and connect to whatever inspired action comes up from the heart and like use your heart and use like love, like what feels good as like an internal what feels good for the soul as an internal compass. I, I need to make that clear for the soul. <laughs> exactly.
0: Yeah, I read that note on Instagram too this morning. I was like, Yeah, he knows what's up. Um but I was like also thinking within like what you were saying too, is Uh, sometimes like I have these, not really fears, but I understand that there are going to be like low periods in my life, I guess, quote unquote, low periods when those are also like deep healing periods. But do you ever like fear that what you are building could be like, not really taken away from you, but like things could happen and um, situations could occur where like, you go down like a different path than you thought you were going to like, does that make sense?
1: yeah yeah so um i mean i i know like the overall outcome the way like it'll plan out so it's like not trying to like attach to like the little things um i guess would, would be key um but like as far as like fears and stuff like i think it's kind of like a maybe like a common theme in this journey where i'll kind of like like second guess my my spirituality but i think that's a superpower you know i think that kind of keeps me always like questioning and really Mm -hmm. finding like the the inner knowing the experience not because you know a big part of my journey was me just all believing these concepts and it's cool to believe it's cool to have faith but if you if you really want to um immerse and you really want to um just dive dive into like uh like embody how do I put this? Well, at least with the more um, I don't want to say technical either. Basically, like when it comes to like doing magic and really like mastering a lot of these occult, um, occult like topics and rituals and stuff like that, it requires a a certain a certain level of like of really real knowing and and power that's that's cultivated beyond just like a a blind a blind belief.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that, that's a really good way to put it, too. And yeah, I mean, like I also have doubts within, like, I guess my spirituality, but at the same time, like you're saying, questioning things are very important. Like, even if you feel like things are like a full body, yes, sometimes it's like, kind of fun to experiment with, like, what if i were to question it like what's on the other side of the spectrum with this because i think like with anything there's the polarity of one side of the spectrum and the complete opposite side like the yin and yang like there's two sides to every story type of situation so it's honestly like it's fun to experiment with the like what if i were to question this what if i were to kind of go down the other way like what hidden keys are there at the other end of this coin and So it is like very interesting to experiment with that, even if like the other side feels like better in my body. Sometimes I'm just like, but what if I were to like see what the other side has hidden for me and... That's kind of where like diving into your shadow takes play too, because I think for a while growing up, I was really scared of like the dark and I was scared of like violence and rage and all of that stuff. I think it was because like my environment was surrounded by it. So internally, I would try to protect myself from it. And then when I entered more into like adulthood, I was like, okay, I'm not going to like focus on the bad. I'm not going to focus on the shadow. But I realized that within hiding away from the shadow, I was like Denying a really big aspect of myself, too. And like within that, it's just like you have to feel comfortable enough to dip into the dark side every once in a while, too. And like, because there's two sides to yourself, too there's the like love and light version, but there's also like the rage and the fierceness and like the dark side, because like the shadows do hold keys for you and there's a lot of emotions tucked within it. But it's interesting, like when you resist something within your life, and when you like try to hide or shame a part of yourself, like that's where the deepest healing takes place.
1: Yeah. Oh my God. Just just realizing that like your shadows or quote unquote demons are like are not out to get you, and mm-hmm. like um, they are they're merely just um, meant to be there as a as a tool. You know, I, I would advise against seeing yourself as like some sort of victim
0: yeah mm-hmm.
1: and um kind of what i'm like learning i'm learning a lot right now is i'm exploring um you know the the dark and like there's these two um these two paths that i've been researching so whoever listening to this you know may want to look into this but um there's something called the right hand path and the left-hand path and um yeah the right-hand path is kind of like light worker humanitarian um embodying the divine and then like the left-hand path from what i've seen is kind of like self deification, um connecting to power and um really really involves a lot of, like, shadow work and uh, shadow integration. Mm.
0: Yeah, and I think, like, within our lives, too, we'll go through periods of experimenting with both.
1: Yeah, yeah. I feel called, like, both, like, both sides. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's both, both is very, very beautiful. Um, Because it's always good to remember that, like, here on Earth, there's a duality without... Without good, there can't be bad. So it's it's a it's a synergy.
0: <laughs> exactly, exactly. Is there anything else you feel called to touch on before we start wrapping up the podcast episode?
1: Um I definitely Yeah, I I just definitely feel like saying, like, be here now, like, Mm. really, there's no better place than, like, now, and, uh, again, Mm. just remembering you are alive, and, um, yeah, I feel like whenever I kind of start to question my spirituality, it's kind of a sign to connect, to ground myself, Mm. um, and to start feeling, because, you know, feelings never lie, energy never lies, so... I, I probably noticed myself um, feeling out of like al- alignment whenever I'm like trying to like connect to these very um, advanced uh, spiritual topics and stuff when I'm still not there yet. Cause it, I'm a life past seven. So I'll, like, I'm just, I just love learning, but I just trusting the process of learning.
0: And yeah.
1: Um, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. And like, with what you were saying about like being here now, um, I've been definitely focusing on that more. I think I sometimes have a little bit of an issue around like being patient and just like taking things slow. I think like sometimes I will rush my words or I will try to get tasks done at a specific time when really like if you are being present with everything, there's like this idea where like, you're doing the dishes for example and you might think you have a full sink of dishes to do but if you're being present within the moment you only have like one bowl to wash and one fork to clean does that make sense yeah no,
1: <laughs> yeah, it make, it exactly. makes perfect. Sense. fall in love with the process oh my
0: exactly. god fall in love with the process yeah and I think like within this last month of me being at home it's just like I don't want to rush it but there's obviously like emotions that come up, and it's just like this sadness of, "Um, like, I have to be as present as possible, otherwise, like this time is just gonna like pass me by. But there's no rush. And everything happens exactly when it's meant to happen. And like, again, when you're present and when you aren't rushing, that means like you're in your body. And when you are rushing and when you are thinking about the future or the past, you're more in your mind. And so it's like, just being consciously aware of, like, where you are in yourself and just, like, feeling into it, too, because, like, when you are present, you just, like, feel the words, like, rolling off your tongue and you're just, like, I don't know, just, like, taking mindful breaths, like, between your words. I feel like you, whenever we talk, you do mention that and it does help me a lot, at least.
1: Hey, yeah. Every, every Oh, my God. Yeah, and um, I'm learning to meditate more and um, definitely – it's um very, it's very profound to be to be in stillness because you just you get to embody awareness and you realize yeah no it's no better place than now and when, once you fall in love in the process it's kind of like I l- always love this saying it's like who goes who goes farther the person who is like walking to a like is focused on like the end of the tunnel or the person who like enjoys every end of the step I mean they both probably get to the same place but like what would you who would you rather be the person who is like I just said
0: (laughs) yeah yes well thank you so so much for being on this episode I hope to connect with you again soon and yeah I hope you have just a good rest of your day and again like being present with every moment
1: Yeah, much love. This has been really amazing. I'm grateful for this space and this opportunity.
0: Yes. Well, talk to you very soon.
1: Peace. Talk to you.